Now let's bring in our panel. And uh, first panel member is going to be Jeff Schuster, President, America's Operations and Global Vehicle Forecast at LMC Automotive, and Carl Brower, an executive analyst at iccars.com. Welcome to the show, guys. Uh, Jeff, I'm going to go to you first. Um, you know, I was reading over some of your notes, and, you know, I think two years ago, people were expecting nobody to buy cars anymore. Uh, you know, everybody's going to take an Uber or Lyft everywhere. But March sales were pretty strong. Give us a rundown on those. Yeah, no question about it. We had a blowout March, um, uh, hit an 18 million unit selling rate, which is something we haven't seen for a very long time. In fact, the strongest selling rate in a March uh, in history. Uh, so it, it, a lot of factors going on here. I, I think we certainly saw uh, the the weather issue that we had in February. February was was off because of storms and, and problems that went across the country. So we saw the surge of that come back in. But I think there's a renewed level of optimism uh, with, with consumers. Consumer confidence was up substantially. Uh, so I think people are out there wanting to buy cars. So you have extremely lean inventory. So. You know, I, I think there's a little bit of a FOMO or fear of missing out going on with consumers right now as well. Yeah, a lot of stimulus check uh, checks out there also, and a lot of savings. The savings rate uh, at 40-year highs at this point. But Carl, new car sales are doing well, and they have low inventory levels that are helping uh, that market. Now, how is the used car car market doing? Because uh, it seems like the time frame uh, to when they put it on a lot to when they leave it, it's uh, tightening up pretty good here. Used cars are doing even better than new. Uh, there's just a lot of demand for used cars. We see new car prices up around 1% uh, since just January, and a lot of that's because people are buying more high-end cars. Used car prices are up between 6 and 8%, depending on the segment. So obviously you've got uh, you know some real activity going on with trucks and SUVs. They continue to be super hot, but also, uh, you know, even the cars, even regular cars are doing pretty well. So. Um, We've seen vehicles that are hardly losing their money from uh, used to new. We just did a list at IC Cars telling you that these are cars, you should just go ahead and buy new because the dif dif difference in price between new and used was so low, there's no reason to buy used. Just go buy a new one. There's hardly any difference in price from new to used. And normally you'd say the opposite, buy used and save some money, but, but not right now. Yeah, and it seems like they've got low inventory levels also. But Jeff, uh, we just talked to Dan Ives earlier, our, our big Tesla bull that we have on the network here. EV sales are accelerating, right? He said it's only still about 3% of global sales, but it's accelerating at a faster pace. What are your expectations over the next few years for this space? Yeah, we, uh, we're definitely seeing that trend continuing, uh, looking at the regulatory environment, the push for uh, improving the infrastructures, not only here in the U.S. with, uh, with President Biden's uh, infrastructure investment, but that's happening around the world. We need charging stations. We need uh, the cost of the, the EVs to come down, and that's all happening. So over the next several years, we do see demand increasing substantially. The number of models are, are also increasing. We're seeing uh, EVs hit virtually every segment that is out there now. Previously, they were uh, really focused on the, on the car side or the side of the segment that consumers had moved away from. Now they're transitioning into SUVs and pickup trucks. Uh, and I think that's gonna uh, continue to accelerate that trend, uh, not only here in the US, but globally. Uh, we see a lot of activity going on in, in Europe right now, as well as China. Those are really the three big markets around the world. 
Yeah, and uh, Dan mentioned that uh, the, the China sales was the big uh, winner, breadwinner there for uh, Tesla moving forward. But, you know, Carl, as we get into competition in this space, we've got Ford and GM coming out with these huge, massive plans. We've got Volkswagen, Audi, uh, some others over in Europe. And then you can't forget the China ones with Neo and Xping. Um, will competition into this auto space create headwinds for specific companies, or is the pie big enough to support everybody? That's what we're going to be watching, obviously, over the next five years, is the growth in consumer demand versus the growth in automaker supply. And we know the growth in supply is coming. So now it's can we convince enough consumers quickly enough to kind of bridge this gap? And more interestingly, can we bridge the gap on the profit profitability, right? We're, we're in this point where we know the automakers make great profit on big trucks and SUVs and luxury trucks and luxury SUVs even more so. Uh, they're not making a lot of profit on any EV right now. Um, but if they keep producing EVs at a higher rate, they keep cutting the costs and amortizing those costs, eventually they should be able to make solid profit on EVs. But getting there and getting the consumers to buy in, uh, I think you could see some headwinds. I, if you ask me right now, I would say that the market for supply and the capability to produce these vehicles is maybe a little ahead of the demand side, but we could watch that shift in the next two years and maybe it'll it'll balance out or even get ahead on the demand side and they'll be having, you know, just like the used cars right now, they'll sell as many EVs as they can produce with uh, plenty of people fighting over them. Yeah, and uh, I think the uh, stance by the administration, uh, the green economy is definitely going to help build out that infrastructure for a lot of these EVs. But Jeff, real quick, will the chip shortage cause issues for auto companies uh, for the rest of the year? Or is this just maybe, uh, you know, a, a three to six month type of window where we're going to see some constraints there? Uh, you know, that that's that's a question right now. I think when we look at the, we've been saying this really since the chip shortage started, and that is inventory levels are extremely lean. Inventory levels are extremely lean. Well, they've got even leaner. Uh, they're sitting at, at really record highs, um, historic, or excuse me, historic lows. Uh, a day supply uh, under 40 days. You're looking at um, you know inventory levels that we haven't seen really since the financial crisis, and those were really temporary back then. I think this is going to be a situation that's with us probably through much of the year, if not into 2022. Uh, so I think as we progress and as we look over the spring selling season, which is the hot season coming up right now, uh, we could be looking at some constraints, certainly with uh, with certain vehicle types, colors, options, and, and so forth. So I think. Uh, that maybe is contributing to why consumers uh, came out in March and bought so many vehicles as well. Yeah, I think that chip shortage is probably going to last a little while longer, but that might also pressure some of the pricing uh, on EVs and uh, the regular combustible, combustible uh, vehicle sales here. All right, guys, uh, that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, thanks to Jeff Schuster. He's the president of America's Operations at Global Vehicle Forecast at LMC. Automotive and Carl Brower, an executive analyst at iccars.com.